after you found it, say amen. It's only a few of you found it. Nothing else to come free. Verily thou art a God that hidest thyself, O God of Israel, the Savior. Verily thou art a God that hidest thyself, O God of Israel, the Savior. Revelation chapter 1. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants the things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent his angel and signified by his angel unto his servant John. Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. Great is thy faithfulness. Not one of your promises ever fell to the ground. And we're to magnify you, Jesus, because of who you are and what you're all about. Let somebody have a revelation right now in this house. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. God bless you. In Jesus' name. I want to talk to you about the revelation of Jesus Christ. The revelation. I must say with me. The revelation. The revelation of Jesus. Now shout it with me. The revelation of Jesus. Clap your hands to him one more time. Now, I don't want to bring this man's name up, but the Pope said this week that Jesus is not a spirit and that Jesus is just a man. Another statement that he made that really shook the earth and the world is that God is not a magician, that he should make the world out of nothing. He said, God is not a magician. He's not able to do everything. Now, I don't want to ever call God a liar because the Bible said, God says, He is almighty. And told a couple, there is nothing too hard for Him to accomplish. Amen. And in the New Testament it says, with men, Things are impossible. But with God, all things are possible. And the Bible clearly declared that he can do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you can think, ask, or imagine. Amen. God said, I can do that. Now, I can imagine a lot of stuff that, you know, you just couldn't accomplish for me. And you can think so much that you can, the pocketbook, pay for what you're thinking. But God said, I can exceed your expectation. And for a representation of Christ on earth, so-called, to limit my God to a magician, I said, you don't know him. You don't even know what he represents. Jesus Christ is more than a man. But the Bible says, no, the only person who ever saw God 
was a man called Adam. I believe Adam and God had a real beautiful communication. They spoke to each other. Adam, and Adam said, yes, whatever he called him. And they communed together, because they did it all the time, before Eve was created. I said, in the cool of the day, God communed with man. And they had conversation. Now, Eva was not yet on the spot, so we know there was no problem there. And I don't want to stress that too much. Again, going to trouble here today. But they had a good communication going. Now, something happened between God and Adam. Adam became aware of a situation in his existence that never existed before and caused him to hide himself from God. You know, people that don't love light don't come to church. They'll go anywhere but church, especially where truth is preached. It's like they can't rub me, but don't rub me wrong. Or my claws coming out. And so Adam and Eve, when they came and they sinned against God, and God said, Adam, where are you? Bible says, Adam says, he's hiding from God. Remember who started the hide and go seek? It was Adam. Adam was hiding from God. And God said, why are you hiding? He said, well, I'm naked. He said, I didn't tell you that you're naked. In other words, Adam realized, I'm not what I used to be. Something happened to me. Uh, you know, I just don't, I don't, I'm not in a situation to appear before God the way I'm at. I'm ashamed. And I said, he made fig leaf clothing. Now, I don't know who taught him how to sew, but he did sew. I don't know what tailor was around or what seamstress was around, but they sewed up garments. So obviously there weren't no dummies. Because they start sewing and stitching things up. Like God couldn't see past what they st stitched up. And God said, who told you that you're naked? And didn't answer the question. He just said, well, God said, did you do what I told you not to do? He says, well, a woman let me do it. So they start shifting blame. And she said, well, don't blame me. Blame the serpent. And the serpent said, well, buck stops here. Now God cursed the serpent and punished Adam and Eve. God didn't punish. God didn't curse Adam and Eve. God just punished them. Alright, and God made covering for them. And ever since that time, we end up with Isaiah 45, 15. Put it on the board one more time. Verily, thou art a God that hidest thyself, O God of Israel. I want to tell you about the nation of Israel. That's the only nation on earth that ever have the true God. Now, I don't care what your nationality is. You came from a pagan ancestral background. Your father was pagan. They were Gentiles. They served icons, idols, involved with witchcraft and seances. You name it, we've got it. And the only reason why we are today as civilized as we are is because of Judaism. Their God have made us more civilized than we ever were before God came in the person of a person called the man Christ Jesus. 
But Gentiles are known to practice cannibalism. Amen. Murder. Paganism. And all kind of occultism. Until God sent messengers to turn us from that lifestyle. From false gods. Now you know this. In any marital relationship, what people don't know they suppose. Supposition gets you into trouble. That's why communication is the panacea for every marital problem. Because where there is no communication, there is suspicion. And where there's suspicion, there's going to be problems. And somebody's going to make a mistake. And who wants to be condemned with a lie? Amen. And so if you can't see God, and if you can't hear God, and if you can't talk to God, I don't believe you're going to settle for that. I believe you're going to create one up to your own imagination. So gods, there are many gods. And every nation got their gods. Every person have what they worship. If it's self-worship, Make yourself a demigod. Amen. You worship many gods called polytheistic belief system. And if you claim there is no God, your God is called no God, which is atheism. Or pluralism of many kinds of God. Now, since the book of Genesis chapter 1, man does not know God. And they suppose they know God. Because only Adam know God. Nobody just knows him. You Christians today, by says, who we love having not seen. Yet we love the unseeable God. We love a God that we've never seen with our eyes. We've never touched with our hands. But we believe the report of his messengers. On that basis, because our faith came by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. And for that time since now, God is unknown. That's why Canadians are so atheistic and Americans are atheistic and Europe is atheistic. And the Middle East got their own Muhammad, Allah, God, and all these gods. Because God is in hiding. Now, the nation of Israel, they will confess God. But here's their concept of God. The tabernacle. Israel would like to keep God, even today, behind a curtain. That's where they want to keep God. And God is tired of being hemmed in by a curtain. Hello? The next place Israel want to place God, even today, they want to keep God in a box. They want to keep God in a box called the Ark of the Covenant. Well, God is tired of being boxed in. I said, God is tired of being hidden behind a curtain. He wants to come out of hiding. He wants to make himself visible and available. But Israel wants to keep him behind a curtain. That's why when they crucified Jesus, the curtain was rented from the top down. Because he wants all to come in. Come and see for yourself. There must be a time in your life. When you say, I have found him, there must come a time in your life 
when you say to your sister and your brother and your mama and daddy, come see a man. Is not this the Christ? There must come a time when you remove that label, the unknown God. And it's a God which is well known. Can you worship him right now? In the Bible, Moses had different experiences. And said, God, you call me when I can't see you. Who are you? And all he knew was a burning bush and a voice. But that's not God. That's just a manifestation of a representation of a symbolic God. And he said, show me thy glory. He said, no man can see me and live. Hello. Other times, Israel said, is God among us or not? Where is God? Where can I find God? Now, church, nobody in this building have ever seen God at any time. You have never seen God. And you have two choices, to believe he exists or dismiss him as existent. Now, you can be wrong. The chance of you being right is remote. But you can be very wrong. And the Bible does know that the next thing they want to know about is what is his name? What should we call him? When God said to Moses, I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, he said, all right, all right, Israel won't believe me. What is your name? Because I can't tell Israel all I saw was just a burning bush. That don't look like God to me. He said, tell Israel that I am that I am. Now, that's not a name. Would you name your kid, I am that I am? <laughs> Would you really call your kid by that name? I don't think so. But say, you go tell Pharaoh I, that God said. Now, you're the problem. Mother went to Pharaoh and said, God said. And Moses says, who is he? I know not the Lord. God is unknown to a lot of people. When Jesus met the woman of Samaria, he, he asked the woman, do you know who it is talking to you? Praise God. Another question put to Peter. Whom do men say that I am? Then the Lord said to his apostles, No men have ever seen God at any time or seen his shape or his form. So where is God? Like this kid went up in the airplane, went above the cloud, looked around, said, Where is God? Well, kid, you know, the first one who said that, the Russian, you know, Kustev said it also. Our organist went to the sky up in the Sputnik and looked around and said, where is God? Where is God? Hello. But no man can see God at any time. I can imagine the problem the prophets had. They said, God sent me to tell you that beside me there is no God. You can't duplicate me. You can't imitate me. You can't, amen, uh, uh, dismiss me, and you can't see me. Then, then what, God, what do you want me to do? And so the prophet wrote, Verily, thou art a God that hidest thyself, O God of Israel. Can you imagine Israel all her life had to settle for God being behind a curtain? Moses hear a voice, the people see a cloud, but where is God? God is hiding behind a curtain. We can't see him. We can't touch him. 
Behind the curtain, there's a box. They said, God is in that box. Amen. And we can't open the lid. And look, if we do, we're going to die. If we go behind the curtain, we're going to die. How can we get to God? I want you to know, church, but that does not dismiss God. Because you don't know Him. Because you don't have not met Him. That does not disqualify the existence of God. In fact, all I have to do is like David said, Lord, the heavens declare the glory of God. And the ferment showeth His handiwork. Day unto day in utter speeches to us. I don't care what your language is. I saw yesterday a bunch of birds aiming out there. The day before I saw a rainbow. I see evidence of the Creator. I see evidence of a designer. I see a mastermind, amen, that made this universe. But where is he? Who is he? Can I see him? This is why you and I are so equally can be deceived. Because there are many imitators out there. Very many false gods out there. And we need to know God for ourselves. I don't need a duplicate. I don't need an imitating God. I need a real God that always was before the beginning and still is. Hallelujah. Jesus one time said to some people who was quizzing him, no man have seen the Father but me. No man know who the Son is but me. And no man know except I reveal him to them. In other words, it takes a revelation to discover who God is. Otherwise, deception is prevalent around our world. Now, the best we ever come to describing God, I don't believe that little picture you see on the wall of some effeminate guy with long hair and lips like a girl. That's not God. That's not Jesus either. That's the thing with some artistic imagination. The best description I got of, of Jesus, our God, is Isaiah 53. He had no form or comeliness or beauty that when you see you should desire him. That's the best picture I can draw of Jesus Christ is Isaiah 53. Or Daniel chapter 2 says like a stone that came out of the mountain. Daniel chapter 7 said he's the ancient of days. Or it's called the son of man. I'm telling my church we can call him all these derivatives and all these names. But do you know God? Have you met God? Jacob wrestled with a man and said, what is your name? He said, my name is a secret. Manoah said, what's your name? He said, well, I can't tell what my name is. Hello? And Moses said, show me thy glory. You see, at Mount Sinai, all they saw was a cloud. All they heard was rumbling and thundering, but no man still see God and live. So what did Adam see? What did Adam experience? The closest to God was Israel. And the closest they could come is a curtain. That curtain cuts you off. Can you imagine a veil on my face? So take your mask off. Talk to me face to face. When a man called Moses spent 40 days in his presence, just in his presence, not seeing him, but in his presence, and came down 
shine like a light bulb. Hallelujah. You can't tell me you met God and continue the same way you are. You can't tell me you met God and live the same way you've always lived. Oh, no. He said, be holy for I am holy. He said, be perfect as your father is perfect. There are characteristics that I can look for to let me know if you know him or if you're being with God or not. Galatians chapter 1 and verse 12. Paul says, I didn't know him, but I got a revelation of him. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 1 and verse 8, he said, there's coming a time there will be a revelation of God like you have never seen before. God is about to reveal himself. Can you say amen? Now, let me show you, church. God is going to show himself. He's going to do it. There's a girl called Mary. And the Bible said, the, the Holy Ghost shall overshadow thee. That's not the third person of Trinity. God is a spirit. God's spirit is holy. Hello. There's no such thing in heaven, God, number one, number two, number three. You are the God or not God at all. I'm the first and I'm the last. And beside me there is no, no other. And so the Holy Ghost overshadowed Mary. Why? Because God wants to come out of hiding. God wants to reveal himself to humanity. And God overshadowed Mary. Amen. And she conceived in her womb, which was a miracle. Hello. If you want God to give you a miracle, you first have to have a crisis. Unless it's a crisis, there'll be no miracle. Amen. Hallelujah. And so when he overshadowed, she said, oh, can this thing be? And the angel said, I'm not God. But with God, nothing shall be impossible. And so six months later, the same angel went down to a place called where uh, her cousin lived and said, now, Elizabeth, you're going to have a baby too also. Amen. And so those two came together and John was born. And John said, I knew him not. But what's so strange is go to Isaiah chapter 43, I mean 40. And verse 10, it says, his job is to go and prepare the way for who? For God. Now say Jesus. Isaiah 43 and 40 verse 10. Behold your God, he will come. In other words, John need a revelation as to who God would be. And he's talking about, because he said, I'm the voice of one. Crying in the wilderness. Prepare he the way. A highway for our God. Who's coming? Our God. Hallelujah. And the Bible says in the 35th chapter of Isaiah, when he come, the lame would walk. The blind would see. The deaf would hear. Amen. The crippled would be made whole. When our God comes. When our God revealed himself to the eyes of humanity. Now verse 10 says, look. Prepare a highway for our God. For who? Our God. Talking about John. Malachi chapter 3 and verse 1 said, And the Lord God whom you seek, that's hiding himself, shall suddenly... 
come to his temple, not with a Shekinah glory, not with a puff of cloud, but God, whom you seek, shall suddenly appear in his temple as a refiner of fire. What am I trying to tell you? God is about to reveal himself that you don't have to have any doubt concerning Amen. Who he is. And John says, I knew him not. But the one that sent me says, the one upon whom you see the dove light upon, that's my servant. The one that the Spirit come upon, that's the God whose way you are preparing. I want to tell somebody, God has come out of hiding. But man, the one accept the revelation that God has given to them. God who is the Spirit can also become Emmanuel, which means God with us. God that was hiding is now God with us. Church, I want to tell you, my friend, somebody told Nathaniel, we have found him of whom the law and the prophet and the Psalms wrote about. Is not this the Christ? And John says, I knew him not. At least he's honest. I didn't know him. But says, I witnessed and I saw the spirit like a dove came down and light upon him. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, and I knew that this is he. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ walked out from behind the veil. Walked out of that box. Stepped into the womb of Mary. And became the last Adam. And walked out of that womb. Hallelujah. Went in that temple. Simeon picked him up. And picked up that baby. And said, my eyes have seen the glory of God. Hallelujah. He called him what? God. My eyes have seen God. And like the Holy Ghost told me, I would not see my grave until I see the Lord's prince. Hallelujah. But God is hiding himself from so many people, even those on the page. The Lord was tired of being the word in writing. So he wanted to become the word made flesh. God is a spirit. He always has been. Then at Moses at Mount Sinai became God is the word. The Logos. And then he says, I'm tired of being the Logos. I want to become God incarnate. And so we have the incarnation at Bethlehem. And they said, hallelujah. Behold your God. He shall come. And he has come. I like what John did when John was in prison about to lose his head by a wicked Roman system. He said, go ask Jesus, are you the one? that should come or should I look for another I want to tell you church we're not Jesus only we're God only we have a revelation I said we have a revelation who God is not what God was what God is he was and is a spirit but he became flesh and dwelt among us John said, I knew him not. The world, he came to the world, and the world knew him not. 
the Ethiopian asked of whom the prophet spake, of himself or another person. And Philip preached to him, Jesus. The Athenians didn't know him and said to the unknown God. And Paul came and preached Jesus. And Paul asked the angel that spoke to him from heaven, Who art thou? He said, I am Jesus. I want to tell you, friend, they had a revelation. And so Paul wrote after the man that some call heresy, so worship I the God of my Father. He's calling Jesus Christ the God of my Father. Let me tell you, friend, it's all in him. The fullness of the Godhead bodily. And you are complete in him. So I should tell Papa they're wrong. The angel says, that holy thing to be born would be called the son of the highest. But Paul picks that up and said, look, he's a son over his own house. And he is body, soul, and spirit. Not three people. He's the same God. The same Jesus. Praise the Lord. Do you have a revelation of who Jesus is. The Bible said, Nathaniel, when he heard that we found him, he said, I don't believe it. He says, come and see. When he saw it, he said, my Lord and my God. Amen. When Thomas pushed his hand in his side, he said, my Lord and my God. I'm trying to tell you, God is coming out of hiding. It's his will that everybody in this building know God for themselves. You've got to know God. He's no longer locked up in Mary's womb. He walked out in that manger. Hallelujah. Walked to the Calvary. Lay down his life. They put him in a tomb. And he walked out of that tomb like no other saviors has ever done. Because he is God. But John said, there's coming a day. They're going to be a revelation. Now, folks, Isaiah 9, 6 gave me a revelation who Jesus is. Jesus, they call us the Jesus-only people. Folks, that's a high regard. I make no apology for being called that. Is there another beside him? I don't think so. On the Mount of Transfiguration, when, 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 when Elijah disappeared in Moses, they saw Jesus only. Do you know who Jesus is? The Lord said to the woman, Woman, if you knew who it is talking to you, if you just had your eyes open, you would have asked me and I'd have given you a, a revelation of drink. He says, I know Messiah coming out to the Jews. Messiah today in their, in their, in their vernacular, Messiah means their God. I know Messiah cometh. And when he comes, he will tell us all things. And Jesus says, I am he. What happened to her? Her eyes pop open. She dropped everything she had. And she ran to the city. You know what she's saying? I received a revelation. 
<laughs> I have seen him for myself. Oh, hallelujah. That's what Philip told Nathaniel. Come and see. I've got a revelation for myself. I can't go back to paganism. I can't go back to polytheism. I can't go back to atheism. I can't go back to humanism. I can't go back to demagogism. I've got a revelation of God who is Christ Jesus among us. Jesus Christ walked in a place. A girl came by and she cried and wept and washed his feet. And they criticized him for allowing her to touch. And the Lord said to her and blew him off the map, Woman, go, thy faith has saved thee. Thy sins are forgiven. Now here's the Jews. The Jews are content to believe their God is behind the veil. They're content to believe their God is in a box, locked up in the temple. But somebody failed to tell them the God of the, their ancestors are walking on the streets of Galilee. Somebody forgot to tell them that he's robed in humanity. Amen. And locked in his divinity. He said, woman, thy sins are forgiven. They said, this is blasphemy. I wish the Pope could hear this. Who can forgive sin but God only? Well, friend, you know that God only is Jesus only. In other words, they need to know that, that you may know that the Son of Man which is in heaven is on earth. He told Nicodemus that. Even Son of Man which is. Now the new Bible says which was or whose home. No, no, no. If he is in heaven and on earth at the same time, it make him omnipresent. Hello? And so Jesus Christ, everywhere he went when he broke bread, they realized this is God among us. Emmanuel means God with us. But God is not prepared just to stop right there. He said, I am with you and I shall be in you. When Jesus come in your life, friend, you are changed for life. You can't go back to your pagans. Hallelujah. You're like those people in the days of Elijah. 450 false prophets challenged a one God believer that their God was the right gods and not his God. And the Bible said, he said, let's build me an altar. And the one that answered by fire, let him be God. I want to tell you, church, when it's all over, Jesus Christ will be Lord over all. When the battle, amen, line is drawn, he will not come in second. He won't come in last. He'll be the only one in the class. He'll be the first and the last. Everybody in this building need to have a revelation of Jesus. When the fire came, Balaam couldn't do it. Baal couldn't do it. But Elijah's God did it. Your life can only be changed by one person. I don't care what your hang-ups are. 
God can deliver you. Praise God. God is not giving the spirit of fear, but the spirit of faith to deliver you from all of your problems, from all of your fears, from all of your trouble. God has come out of hiding. He's not behind the veil. He's not in a box. He's not in the tomb. He's not in the womb of Mary. He's not on the cross. He's in the building right now. Let's worship Jesus. Let's worship Jesus. Now the Bible says, no, when he comes, it tells us every eye shall see him. Here's what I want to warn you about now. 2 Thessalonians chapter 1 and verse 8. Go there, please. Here is a revelation that you don't want. That's the one you don't need. You don't need that revelation. If you are confronted with that revealing of Jesus, verse 7 says, Who shall be revealed? Go to verse 7. Revealed from heaven. Jesus Christ is about to be revealed to this generation. We're not going to pass until every eye sees him. He's coming out of hiding. He's heard enough of scientists, philosopher, and religion, and political leader. And he's not showing himself. Where is your God? Where is God anyway? Why does he show himself? And he's not showing himself at all to the church. But there's coming a time when God is going to reveal himself like Paul told you right here. And you who are troubled, the saints of God, rest with us when Jesus shall be revealed. Where? From heaven. The only person in heaven is Jesus Christ. There is no other name given on earth below the earth, or in heaven, above and beyond, and greater than the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And when he come and reveal, listen to me now, if you don't do it now, you will do it later, every eye shall see him. That's a promise. One of these days, your eyes are going to see him. I hope as a Savior, and not as a judge. He came out of hiding to be my Savior. Luke 2.11, unto us a Savior is born. And Isaiah said, beside him there is no Savior. It says that in verse 10 and 11 of Isaiah. There is no Savior beside him. So Jesus Christ is the only Savior. He said, look unto me and be saved all ye people. Now, if you don't accept the revelation that God's giving you right now, then you must face that revelation. The revealing of God. Why, Lord? To take vengeance. You know what vengeance is? Some are going to grudge. Vengeance on them that what? Verse 8. Obey not the gospel. And know not what? Why don't you know God? I'll tell you why. For when they knew him as God, 
they became vain in their imagination and their foolish heart was what darkened God gave you a chance he opened up your eyes you rather search religion politics dictionary and all the books that you can find to give you a compromising word when God is trying to give you a plain revelation of the truth God said I brought the gospel to you and gave you a revelation that you know that there is no other God you have to face the woman of Samaria you have to face my friend that Philip that Ethiopian eunuch when Philip preached to him Christ you have to face those Athenians we're not gonna judge you they will judge you because they had a revelation Apollos had a revelation when Aquila and Priscilla brought him home and expounded him more perfectly he got re-baptized in Jesus' name. Let me tell you very plainly, you're damned and damned stupid if you go to hell like that. He said, well, Lord, no, I'm not cursing. Because a fool said there is no God. Number one. And he that believeth not shall be what? Damned. And that word come damn fool. For the fool said there is no God. If there is no God, why get baptized in Jesus' name? He that be not shall be what? Damn. And the fool said there is no God. I ain't put this together to get a damn fool. I'm not cussing. Don't tell me I'm cussing. It's in your Bible. Go read the pages if you want to. No man come to the Father except by me. Hallelujah. No man know who Jesus is. Except by revelation. You'd be surprised how many people God is pushing on the, the revelation of them, and they're pushing it away, and pushing it away, and they love God. Let me tell you what happened to Apostle Paul. When God met him on the Damascus journey, he met God for the first time in his life. For him in the past, God was behind a veil, God was in a box. But finally, a revelation, God came out of the box and came into a womb called Mary. And you hate what God did. And that which you persecuted is God. Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? He said, who art thou, Adonai? And Adonai said, I am. And imagine the shot that hit him. What will you have me to do? Go on a street called straight. When you come to this church, we're going to lead you in the straight and the narrow way. When you come to this truth, we're going to show you the right way. There's a highway that leads to God, Isaiah 35. Amen. And God wants to lead you to the truth. Every knee shall bow. Well, you know what, church? We in this church, we bow all the time. We bow Tuesday night. We bow Friday night. We bow Sunday morning Sunday night. We're always bowing to Jesus. So when he comes, we've gone to the dress rehearsal so the performance is no problem. But you that won't bow, you're gonna, you have to bow against your every knee shall. Not just some. Touch your kneecap right now. You're going to bow. If not now, you're going to bow later. 
And number three, every tongue. That old tongue that they used to criticize God. That tongue that they used to call us a cult. We have to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Zechariah 14, verse 6, put on there. Look at what it says. In that day, his name shall be what? What? Huh? Okay, read on. Verse 7. Amen. It shall be known to the world. Verse 8. It shall be one day, and his name shall be what? One. Verse 10 says, there shall be one Lord. One faith and one baptism. I want to ask you right now, what does Revelation 1 and verse 1 mean? The revelation of Jesus Christ. There are people in this church, God tell me you're incorrectly ready for him. You're not ready to meet him. You've been deceived by doctrines of men and traditions. God's giving you an understanding this morning. You want to open your understanding to know who Jesus is. He said, Peter, flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my Father which is in heaven. I want to believe that right now God is touching somebody's heart. Like you did for Lydia, opening your heart and opening your eyes to get revelations. You said, I need this. I need this. The man that sold the pearl that he had, he realized he had a pearl, but it wasn't the best. He gave it all up. Would you stand? Paul said, God separated me from my mother's womb and revealed to me Jesus Christ. Could somebody please go with me to Acts 19? I want you an example of a heart that's submissive to Revelation. Why should I die like a fool die when I can die like a saved person? The revelation of Jesus Christ is revealed in the book of Acts. Neither is there salvation. You got to believe that. You got to receive that. There's no other name under heaven given whereby you must be saved. That's the revelation. I can name many gods, many names, many religions, but they do me no good without a revelation. And Paul, verse 19, please, on the board. Put the board, please. Let me see it for yourself. Acts 19, verse 1, please. Folks, look at this. It came to pass while Apollos was at Corinth. He just had his revelation already given to him. Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus and found certain disciples. Many of you today think you're a disciple of Jesus Christ. You have a right to think that if you want to. But that will make you one. Paul finds her disciples of John. Read on. Verse 2. Stay with me, guys. Come on. He said to them, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? I'm asking the same question. Have you been baptized correctly since you believe? 
Well, the pastor, I think, I think that's what he said. You think? Are you willing to go to the judgment with that kind of talk? I think. No. You've got to know beyond the shadow of a doubt. Since you believe, do you have the Holy Ghost? Listen to this stuff, folks. And we have not so much heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. Now, something is wrong here. I thought John preached that Jesus, when he comes, would baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. Now, anybody who ever understands the Scripture would know Ezekiel 37 says, when he comes, I'd write my laws in your what? And put my spirit where? In your inward part. A new spirit will I give you. And a new heart, I write my laws upon your heart. That's what he's trying to tell them. Put it all together. I have a revelation. The God of the Old Testament is Jesus Christ of the new. And the only God that's coming back is the one that went up from Mount of Olives. Get that revelation. But we've not much heard whether it be the Holy Ghost. So what have you heard? What on earth have your preacher been telling you? Now, friend, every one of you, one of these days, got a chance to stone me. See, if I was going to write in our practice, take your shoes off and you're going to throw it at me. Because if I'm wrong, friend, you can't miss hell if you obey me. But by the same right token, if you obey me, you might end up in heaven. It's on you to get a revelation. Be noble enough to search the scripture. Noble people search the scripture. What is searching for? Revelation. And when you see it, obey it. Don't argue. That's the worst spirit come upon you. Huh? We've heard what it means in the Holy Ghost. So what have you heard? Now, John preached for 18 years. You're going to get baptized almost in the fire. And they didn't have it, but they're John's disciples. How can that be? Read on. Verse 3. Now. Verse 3. On the board. He said to them. Unto what then were ye baptized? So don't tell me I'm the only one asking you to be baptized directly. He's asking you how were you baptized? That's a biblical question. Not a top church question. It's a biblical question. How were you baptized? Unto what were you baptized? This is the John baptism. Verse 4. And they said unto Paul, Paul, we've been baptized a certain way. Paul said, you got it all wrong. Here's the message. Verse 5. And when they heard this, the revelation of Jesus Christ right here. <laughs> when they heard this, when they heard this, every oneness person that I know of, one time, were baptized wrong. Nine of the ten oneness people were baptized wrong in the beginning. And somebody gave them a home Bible study. Yes, amen. Sat down with the Word of God. And the light came on. Let me tell you what they told me in the city. I've, I've been here since 1980. They told me in their house, I don't care what it says. I'm not going to do it. 
Grandma didn't do it that way. Aunt Lula didn't do it that way. You know what I did? does not want to have a revelation. What they want is deception. They close their mind. They shut God out. They harden their heart. And they will not be converted. And they will not be healed. But these, when they're hurt, they're baptized in the name of the Lord. You will never do it without a revelation. I said you will never do it because tradition seems stronger than truth. Lies have greater grip on you than the righteousness of Jesus Christ. Amen. It takes revelation of Jesus yes. to do it. He said, I am the way, I'm the door, and the truth of the life. You know, boy, Grace and I do, then make Murray. I see people walking up and down those streets. And I see them, I say, Oh God, a whole generation is lost. A whole generation is lost. A whole nation. Countries are lost because they don't know who Jesus is. If the gospel is hit, put it this way, if God is hit, he's hit to them that are lost. You're God, the Savior, who hide yourself and they don't see you as Savior, they are going to be lost. You say, except you believe I am He, you will die in your sin. Will you bow your head? They were baptized in the Lord. How many times must I give you an opportunity to do the right thing? I'm going to call you one more time. This is the last time I'm going to call you, and I'll never call you again. Come now and submit the truth. If you're in doubt, do what's right. Doubt will damn your soul. Step out and say, God, I have a revelation. It's written. How readest thou? He's come up with flaming fires to reveal Jesus. And only those who are called by his name shall be called to meet him in the clouds. When the church is gone, it's a sad thing to see. We sing a song I never thought. I'd see the day when you come to kneel and pray. I never thought I'd see the church out full the capacity. Then you've all thought they stand. Never stood before. Oh, what a shame you finally came, but one day too late. Oh, please don't come one day too late.
Jesus. 